This is Ask an Educator. Welcome to Ask an Educator. I'm Hashim Pipkin, and in this episode, our season one finale, I chat with Jennifer Vanderveer, a science teacher at Collinwood High School in Wayne County, Tennessee. Take a listen and discover how, through micro-credentials, she was able to build with her students a community that celebrates growth through learning risk-taking. Here we go. Thanks for taking time to speak with me on your first day out of out of the school year. So I appreciate oh, that. You're welcome. That'd All be great. Right. You're you've been in the classroom for how many years at this point? Uh, nineteen. Nineteen. And as you look over that very very long uh, trajectory in the classroom, what what still motivates you to you know get up and and really try to support your students to get get them to the next level what 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 is that driving force that um gets you up out of bed every day and teach well i think first of all science is what i teach and it's always changing there's always something new to learn and also it's not really about the the material that i teach um i love watching my students evolve and knowing that the next step for them is going to be a career. So I love watching them go from a student to a college student and then following them on and seeing what they become um, in their career. So I love watching them evolve as people. That really motivates me to to do a great job every day, knowing that I have a, a specific role in what they're going to become. Right. That's really, really valuable. Right. Being able to I think there are a few careers that you actually see a direct connection with how a a person grows into, say, their adult self as, you know, a career or the next grade, whatever. There's there are very few professions that do that. How would you want a student to change from day one entering your classroom to when they when they exit to the say where oh. we are now at the end of the school year? What what skills are you willing outside of just science oh, yeah. or literature? What what do you want your students to be able to do um, that they that oh. they maybe aren't when they first arrive? I really like to see them develop some self confidence ability to ask a question without being afraid. I see that a lot when they come in that they're afraid to ask a question um, that they don't know the answer to, afraid to raise their hand. I like to see them not afraid to do that. I also like to see um, them being willing to help other people. I love that whenever I no longer have to be the only helper in the room, you know, when they're willing to help other people. We do a lot of group work. So whenever I have well, actually, and also group skills, group work skills, whenever I have um, them being able to get in a group and and function in a group, I think that's so important. I see whenever they come into my classroom, they're afraid to talk to each other. And I love to see that when by the time that they leave, that they are able to do that. I love to see that the greater skills, the more important skills to me are the ones where they're actually um, going to go out in the world and use them. Uh, I see that. Those, those are really important skills, especially considering yeah. how much you value your impact on students, you know, growing into right. a career and, and the next grade level. You know, those those interpersonal sure. skills are, are super important. Mm-hmm. All right. So tell me, yeah. you're, you're definitely a busy 
educator, you know, at the secondary level, things are constantly moving. How has professional learning fit into your day to day? How do you try to make time for for your own growth? Well, before micro credentials, um, we our district provided some opportunities for professional development. And then, of course, I would just seek out my own online or take classes on my own or whatever um, as I could in the summers or on weekends or after school or whatever. Um, but um, probably the ones that the, that the district provided us, that would be the way most people did it. Um, but in addition to those, yeah, I would um, read articles on my own, take classes when I could, use the summer for, for some opportunities for extra professional development. Um, that That's what I did. Um, I didn't really do any professional development or professional learning within my classroom. And the professional learning that you did, say, through the district or um, if mm-hmm. a school, if it was school-wide, how did you see that actually integrate into your day-to-day classroom or, or did it? Not, not at all. It didn't. Um, it was meant for, um, well, it was actually for every teacher at every grade level and not just every teacher, but all school personnel. So it really couldn't be applied to your classroom. Um, it might be a speaker, uh, motivational, spe- you know, some kind of m- motivational speaker, maybe a book they would give us. Um, it really didn't help much as far as my professional learning went. Um, there may have been a few things that I would try to pull out and use, but it really wasn't applicable to my specifically to my classroom. I see. All right. So less less than you've already hinted at where I, where I want to go next, but less now deliberately bring micro credentials into the conversation. So how how did you or rather what sparked your desire to rethink your professional learning through micro credentials? Actually I I found Tennessee's um program on micro credentials by accident because I was um actually just searching for anything I could find on personalized learning because that's just a passion of mine. I just feel like everyone learns better through personalized learning. I mean, it's just a no-brainer that everyone will learn better if their learning is personalized to their to them, you know. So uh, as I was searching for personalized learning, professional development, I found that Tennessee has a pilot program on um, under the personalized learning umbrella, I guess it's called. Um, under the personalized learning program, um, they had the micro-credential um, pilot program that was starting and I was not invited to it. I called and asked if I could be invited to it and um, they took me. They said, yes, our district is not one that gets invited to anything really because we're so small and rural and we're kind of left out of most things. Um, But I did ask if I could be in it and they said yes. So I knew that it was something I wanted to do because I knew that it was going to be important and it was going to be effective and it was. So let's talk more about the particularities about your your classroom and your district and how micro-credentials have added value to, say, what you're able to do there. So you say you're in a rural district, you're um, in a smaller, a smaller district. 
what 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 are the ways you feel micro credentials are exposing you to you know new techniques new methods new resources that say you may not have had an opportunity to do before yeah our district does the best they can they're just really small and we're really um, economically disadvantaged. So we're just, I mean, they, our district does the best that they can. We, we don't have a lot of opportunities, but um, I just feel like with micro-credentials, you, um, when you look at the variety of specific areas that you can um, target um, or that you can choose from, you just have such a, um, just such a, it's just such an opportunity to pick the area that you want to improve in for yourself. You don't have to pick for the district. You don't have to pick for your school. You can just pick for your own, your own, your yourself. It's just, it's just, it's really great. And that's what I did. I just picked the ones that I, that I wanted to, that I wanted to hone my skills in. And th- those are the three that I did, and it was really good. And the the great thing is that I got to do it with my kids in my classroom. So let's talk about those those specific micro credentials that that you actually um, earned. What what did you what were you hoping to get out of the experience um, by choosing those micro credentials to to earn? Okay, the three that I chose. The first one I did not really do it because I wanted to improve in it. I did it because it looked the easiest. And the reason I did that is because I had never done, I'd never even, I didn't even know how to do the submission process. So I picked wait time for questioning. I feel like everybody needs to improve in that usually. Anyway, it's always one of the things on an evaluation that's usually checked. Everybody needs to wait longer when they ask a question. And I thought, well, it would be an easy one to do and just figure out how this whole submission process works. And so I picked it, and sure enough, I got denied the first time. And I was like, what? I always get pretty good scores on my evaluation. And I thought, I think I'm doing a great job. How did I get denied, um, you know, credit for this one? Anyway, I was like, you've got to be kidding. And so um, I had to redo it. And I was really glad that I did, actually, because it showed me what I needed to do better. And I was glad that I got to redo it and resubmit it, because then on the next one, I'm I knew what I was supposed to do, but anyway, for wait time, um, I had to. It was questioning kids and um, wait the correct amount of time uh, before answering for them or um, helping them with their answer. It's a really hard skill for people to learn because we all want to just ask them a question and immediately, if they don't get it, just answer or give them the correct answer. And the kids actually liked it. They liked the process of it. And they actually liked watching me do something new. So I think that was one of the most surprising and important parts. Which micro-credential, looking back, did do you feel was one of the most um, transformative for you? Which, which ones really challenged you? And as you look back, you appreciate the most? I liked um, idea generation, I guess, because... Um, that one, I've always taught brainstorming. I'll just use that for another word for it. I've always taught idea generation. That comes naturally to me to teach that, to get kids to give me ideas. That's very, um, 
that's very natural. It comes very naturally to me to do that, to get kids. I can pull that out of kids pretty easily. Just give me some good ideas. Come on, y'all. Just, you know, yell out some ideas. That comes easily to me. But in that specific micro-credential, it taught me how to organize the ideas and get the kids to organize them. And it gave me some really specific tools to get them to organize and to teach them how to organize their ideas that I had not done before. And it's really uh, changed the way that I teach uh, a lot of things. So I think that one was really specifically helpful that I will use in a lot of different lessons. You absolutely can earn a micro-credential if you feel that it is going to give you recognition for a skill you already are doing, right? So, yes, I'm doing brainstorming in my classroom. I've been doing it. I know why it's important, et cetera, et cetera. But mm-hmm. we also hope that in the process of earning a micro-credential, you're able to, you know, take it to the next level, right? You know, it's it's yeah. always yeah. it's always about honing and reflecting finding your, your your these skills these practices we know that a teacher of 19 years you know such as yourself is doing most of these things but we're hoping that the micro credential is help is is kind of just nudging you to to think about it a, a little differently right so if it is about some some teachers are struggling just to get a lot of ideas on the board right and then for you it's like no now I need some support in helping my students organize them thoughtfully so they can actually, you know, create something from them. So, so yeah, micro credentials, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a spectrum. So this is, this is really all good to hear. So you're an ambassador, right? For, for micro credentials. Why is it important that other teachers, other colleagues um, of yours really see what micro credentials, credentials can do for their practice why 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 are you committed to to sharing what micro credentials can do well i feel like they just need to know that there's there's this option for there will always be some of them and we all know this there will always be some of them that would rather go sit in the auditorium and listen to the big box um professional development and not do anything just sit there and listen but for the ones that want to enhance their profession, it is great to know that there is an option that they can choose a tool, that they have this tool, that they can tailor it to what they need to enhance their profession and use it in their classroom with their kids. They don't have to go to, I'm going to say, because of where we are, I'm going to say Nashville or Memphis or wherever and do professional development with people they don't know, they can take this tool that we have online and use it in their classroom with their content and their kids, you know, every day and, and do it. I think it's great. I think that's one of the best things is that we're doing it in our rooms with our kids and our own content and standards to enhance our own standards and our teaching. Absolutely. Well, um, that's all I had. <laughs> so, okay. um, I really appreciate you taking the time and sharing some really, really insightful and reflective perspectives and how you have seen your practice change as, as a yeah, result. It was, it's been, it's awesome. been really great. All right. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for joining us on Ask an Educator. See you next time.